Hi, uh, welcome to the show. How about you introduce yourself? Uh, my name is Jay Jennings of uh, Jennings Nation, and I'm uh, an indie developer. Okay. And uh, what types of uh, games do you develop? Uh, most of the games um, that I do, well, okay, here's, here's the thing. I'm, I'm a new game developer. I mean, I'm an old game developer from way back, but I just got into mobile gaming about a year ago. And so I've only got uh, three games um, out right now. And so they're basically kind of uh, Match Game Magic was the first one that I put out. Um, and it is a, it's a match game. It's a memory game. And the, the reason for putting that out was uh, basically just to kind of get my feet wet um, in, in, the, uh, in the game market. Um, latest games, though, are physics-based games, uh, roly-polies. I did one for the, one for the uh, iPad and then went ahead and did a, an iPhone, iPod Touch version. Um, mm -hmm. And those are kind of physics-based puzzle logic games. So that's kind of the, the style that I like doing. Uh, what inspires you to get into mobile games? Um, have you been, had you been using iPhone before that or what? Yeah, I'm, I've, uh, I've been a, I've been a Mac zealot a long time. Um, and uh, so I've had, I had the iPhone since, uh, oh, I don't know, for, for two or three years. Uh, I wasn't one of the, the early adopters of it, but I got it for about two or three years ago and I was doing, I was doing a lot of, uh, e-commerce type programming online, a lot of online tools and things like that. And I had been, I had done game programming in the past and was not feeling satisfied with what I was doing and looked at the iPhone and thought, man, I'm missing the whole, the whole iPhone boat and decided that I should, uh, I should get back into gaming and I should do it uh, in a mobile fashion rather than, uh, rather than desktop based. Just mainly because the, the mobile space seems more exciting and more fun. Yeah. Um, and, and, and honestly, I think that the mobile space still has, and it's changing a little bit, but I, th I think that the mobile space has more room for, for the little guy, for the lone wolf developer um, than maybe the, the desktop apps do. Well, what about the web? I mean, that's also a place for smaller developers too, right? I mean, why? why yeah. Um, I, I guess partly I would just wasn't really excited about the web, mainly because I'd been doing web-based stuff for so long. I'd been doing a lot of PHP stuff. And um, I, I just was, I wanted, I wanted a break. I wanted something new. And I, wanted, I liked the, uh, you know, the iPhone uh, form factor yeah. uh, just seemed better for games than, than on the web. Um. What uh, like what games do you play? Do you play any PC games or web games, or are you mainly playing uh, mobile games when you first started out? Um, mainly mobile games, and you know, for a long time, I didn't I didn't play any games. I got I got out of gaming even as a player because I was so busy making a stinking living, yeah. you know, to to have time to actually do anything. And that's one of the really cool things about getting back into games is uh, I can buy a game and play it, and it, technically it's research. You know, I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm checking out the market and and seeing uh, di different concepts that people use and things like that. So uh, I can. You know my my type A personality, where I've got to be working and stuff. I can actually now justify it uh, because it's part of my job. And so when I have to buy a new game, I can justify that to my wife. You know, but honey, I need it. It's part of my job. Huh. Uh, so I I do I do play I play a lot of mobile games. Um, you know, part of that is because at a at a buck a piece, how can you not try them out? Yeah. Um, you know, f free or a buck a piece. See, a whereas, lot, well, web games are also free, right? A lot of them. Yes. Okay. Um, you know what? And and I don't, I don't play much. I don't play 
hardly any web games, yeah. and that might be. And, and I'm 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 thinking right now because I don't actually know this for a fact, uh, but it might be because most of them are Flash based, and I have uh, a I have a deep seated uh, dislike of Flash. I, I mean, I've done oh, Flash okay. programming yeah. in the past, um, but I'm not a fan of Flash, and I hate to think it's because I'm a Mac fanboy, but um, I don't think that's it. I don't think that's why. Um, I just, um, you know, part of it is as a developer, when I was playing around with Flash, um, I hated the whole timeline thing. I could not wrap my head around Flash. Yeah. And maybe that just is the difference from coming from a, a coding standpoint uh, versus a designer standpoint or something like that. Uh, so I, I, I just never really liked the Flash platform itself. I know I'm going to get hate mail now from people who no, love Flash. Um, um, I well, yeah, my I'm, kids play Flash games all the time. Well, yeah, you know, um, that's that's really what I'm I'm getting at. Do you feel that more people are going to be playing mobile games than web games? You know, like we hear about the successes like Angry Birds that has like hundreds of millions of installs. But I'm just wondering why more pe- – it seems like mobile – more people are playing mobile than than web games, even though you know the web is huge and Facebook games are huge and stuff like that. You mentioned your kids; do they play more mobile games or do they play more Flash, um, you know, web games? Uh, you know, at this point, I think they play more mobile games. My my son wow. was for a while was into um, going to all those. All the, I don't know what they're called, but they're they're sites that have you know <laughs> yeah. hundreds or thousands of Flash games yeah. on them. Yeah, exactly. And and uh, and. <clears throat> Right now, I think they're you know they're grabbing one of the iPads um, and trying to beat uh, you know Fruit Ninja High Score or uh, those those kind of things. So I think most of the time they're playing mobile games um, and, mostly. My son still plays a lot of Xbox though, okay. um, you know, and, and it just it blows my mind. He he's he spends sixty bucks on a game, you yeah. know, and it's like come on, you can buy you can buy sixty games over on the and, and maybe they don't have as much much depth or as much eye candy or something like that but a lot of them do or a lot of them come really close yeah. um, I, I guess the iPhone or the mobile the mobile space isn't a replacement for the hardcore console games yet um, but I think it'll come eventually and so are your kids playing mainly on the iPhone like you know the smaller mobile devices or on the iPad um, if I'm I think mainly the iPad. Okay. Uh, although if 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 uh, if the iPads, we've got two iPads here. Um, we've got the you know the old one and the new one. And if if my wife and I are both using it, for example, they'll just come and say, you know, can I borrow your iPhone? Okay. You know, and they'll they'll play on the iPhone uh, just just pretty much just about as easily as on the iPad. Okay. So you know that sets the backdrop for maybe the motivations for the types of games you decided to make in mobile. Um, so let's talk about your first game. Um, what was your first game in mobile, and what tool did you use to make it? Uh, first game in mobile was Match Game Magic, and like I said, it's just a, it's a it's a memory game. You know, you can play it with cards. You lay the cards out, and then you flip two of them over, and you try to make the matches. Uh, so nothing uh, nothing uh, extraordinary. Although I did put a few twists in it to to make it just a little bit different than every other match game out there. Um, but I the reason that I wanted to do. I, I picked something easy because, you know, you, you see on the forums and stuff all the time, these people come in and it's like uh, they're just starting out and they want to do this huge game that um, if you have any experience at all, you look at their idea and you look at where they are and you realize you're never going to get there. Yeah. And, and so I wanted to I wanted to start 
small and do something that I knew that I could uh, complete in a reasonable amount of time and, and get it up there and just kind of have s- some success. And by success, um, I my measurement for success was this, with this game was get it on the store, have people download it and play it. That was it. It, it was not to make money, although that would have been a nice side effect. Um, but just get it up there. And so I started playing last when I when I decided to get back into gaming and do the mobile stuff. I, of course, um, sat down with Xcode and I bought some books. And I'm a, I've been programming since 1984 when I got my first computer. I've done assembly language programming uh, on up through everything. Okay, so I am a programmer. But I sat down with Objective-C, some Objective-C books. And... Um, I just was not making the progress with it. And I, I hate to say that because it makes me sound like I'm an idiot because everybody out there who you know, knows Objective-C inside now is probably thinking I'm a, a moron. But I just, I just didn't get it. I, and I think part of it was it's like, man, this is just another programming language I have to learn just to do something that I want to do. Yeah. And I, I was cruising around. I don't even know where I discovered it, but I was cruising around some of the forums or something, and somebody mentioned – um, Corona SDK. And I went and looked at it and thought, this looks too good to be true. And usually in, um, in, in programming, that is true. It's, it's yeah. like, you know, one click and your program will be completed for you. It's like, okay, it doesn't ever work like that. I downloaded the trial and uh, that was back when they had the 30 day trial. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Before, before like, I don't know, like a week or two was up and I decided I'm going to get, I'm going to give them my money because I couldn't believe that it was actually as easy as. Yeah. It was, the, it was it actually like fun. Was. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, and okay. I did have to learn a new language. I had to learn Lua. Yeah. Um, but Lua is so close to so many other things that I've already done that it just wasn't, it wasn't a problem learning that. Um, so I was, um, I mean, I was, I was very happy that I found that and I was very ticked off that they hadn't done more advertising so I wouldn't have had to waste my time with Objective-C to begin with. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, it's like Corona has, has slowly been building up and it's gaining a little bit more recognition, which is cool for people who are looking for stuff. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I so I, I started messing around with, with Corona and that was um, that was the beginning of uh, uh, hopefully a lifelong relationship um, <laughs> with it. And and, you know, and and here's the yeah. thing. There's there's people who will say, yeah, but you can't do this with it. Or you can't do that with it. And, and that's true. Corona is not um, the perfect tool for every game. Yeah. There's some games out there like a you know first-person shooter or hardcore racing game or something like that that I would say, no, you're probably going to need something like Objective-C where you can actually get down uh, to a much lower level and, and dink with stuff. Yeah. But for 80% of the games that are are in the app store or, or, or in the top of the app store, I'd say Corona would work just fine for it. Yeah. Um, so, um, and, and in full I disclosure, like the, um, the show is now a launchpad partner with Corona. So I think I, I found you and, um, I get leads for other mobile developers from Corona and also just yeah. mobile developers know about it just because they know that this show is willing to interview people who use Corona, but I've also used Corona and honestly, it is a very powerful tool. I think the interesting thing is that, you know, instead of uh, the, par- the paradigm's different, and instead of like having to put in hard work to get a good game done, it's really about fun work. Um, you know, and I think one of the huge breakthroughs with Corona is the fact that when you make a change in your program, you can just quickly run it in the simulator versus having to spend five or 10 minutes to compile something. And I think that feedback loop just makes it a lot more fun. 
to develop. Right, right. And you know, and, and part of that is the fact that uh, it doesn't take as many lines of code in yeah. using Corona to do the same thing as it does in Objective-C. So obviously, it's going to take less time to uh, to run into the simulator and, and test that. Yeah. Um, but there are one other of the things tools that I, too, right? Like, I mean, there's Game yeah. Simulator and some of these other ones. Did you look at those? Right. Yeah, I did. You know what? And I, I downloaded Game Salad, tried it out, deleted it, downloaded it again, you know, two or three months later, uh, deleted it. Uh, I probably downloaded it and tried it out three or four different times because the idea of Game Salad is so cool. That is what I want. Because here's the thing. People on the forums all the time say, I want to make a game. What do I do? And all these other guys say, um, learn C or learn Objective-C and Blah 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 blah. It's yeah, like they definitely. didn't say they didn't come in and say I want to be a programmer. They said I want to make a game. Yeah. Now, it, the problem is that right now today you kind of have to be a programmer to do that. But to my way of thinking, the less programming you have to do to actually make your game, the better it is. And the so that's the thing with Game Salad. It's like this looks cool. This looks like what I want. Um, and then I try it out, and it's like. Oh, no. It's just like um, Corona puts you in handcuffs, uh, which is true. <laughs> but there's handcuffs. They're handcuffs with a lot of play in them, yeah. you know, and you can actually you, you just can't hurt yourself. But, but um, Game Salad, to me at least, um, it's kind of like the the twist tie things, you know, or the yeah. whatever they call them now. But yeah. So it's it's like, yeah, you're in handcuffs and, and they're handcuffs that really hurt. Uh, <laughs> um, so I, I, I don't know if that analogy really works, but. <laughs> Well, when they say that Corona really can't do everything, I think that really, like you said, 80 to 90% of the stuff can be done. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe performance 3D type, you know, real-time 3D right. rendering might be an issue. But I think a lot, of, like you said, right. I think 80 to 90% of the games in the top top apps or, you know, in the top list, top free list, top pay list can be done in Corona. And, and right. except and that I, it can be done in one-tenth or one-one-hundredth of the time. Um, right, right. So... Uh, I've I've seen Carlos, uh, uh, one you know one of the co-founders of of Anska Mobile on the forums. People come in and say, "I want to do this and I want to do that," um, you know, with 3D, and he'll say, "Use something else." You know, yeah. Corona SDK is for 2D stuff. If you want, you know, go to yeah. go to Unity or whatever. Yeah, there's if you Unity. Want to do yeah. 3D stuff. So. Yeah, so there's other tools, and and I, you know, I've played with a lot of the tools because I'm a, I'm a programmer geek, and so I like doing that kind of stuff. Um, but I honestly can't imagine doing much um, without uh, outside of Corona. Okay. Um, so so you use Corona, and um, how long did it take you then to to do that first game? Um, the first game probably took me, and I I, I can't give you an exact. Um, amount of time sure. without going back and looking at some stuff, but it was probably just about a month. Um, actually, the, the the core of it took me um, just a weekend, just uh, a, a couple days. In fact, somebody somebody asked a question on the Corona forums about um, doing a grid based game like that, and so I thought, oh, I should I should. Uh, I'm thinking I don't really know how to do that, so but it can't be too hard. So I I decided to sit down and just see what it would work how it would work and how I could do that. And so in the course of about two days, I came up with this thing and I thought, you know what, I might as well go ahead and use this for my first game. Cause my first game was going to be something else, but I thought this is, this is coming together really fast and I'm going to go ahead and um, turn it into a game and add some scoring and add some little hidden features and, 
and things like that. So it actually turned into Match Game Magic came about because of of, of an accident. I was going to do a different game first, yeah. um, but I decided, you know, it's it was quick to get going. Um, I added some features, and you know, it's kind of the eighty twenty thing. It's like I I, I did eighty percent of the game in twenty percent of the time. Yeah, and then it's like you know, it's like so you think, oh man, in a week I'll have this in the app store. And uh, and then you realize oh there's a lot lots of tweaking to do and to actually polish the game and make it uh, better than better than just another thing out there yes. you've got to actually take a little bit of time with it. So when you um, got the game ready, uh, how did you or how long or did you decide to just give it away for free or did you decide to charge for it or? No, I just decided to give it away for free. Um, partly. Oh, I don't. I'm not going to go into all my reasons, but mainly, you know, it, and this is the this is the problem with being a programmer. Uh, you actually want people to use your stuff, and you would almost rather have people more people use it, and you don't get paid for it, than to have 15 people use it and you got paid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so part of it was just that um, it wasn't. Uh, I didn't have any illusions about it being the next Angry Birds. Um, I knew that it was going to be kind of a mid-tier game. It wasn't a lower one, and it, but it probably wasn't a higher one. It was just kind of a mid-tier. Uh, and so I thought, you know what? I'm just going to give it away for free. But there is a, you know, there is a, there are, there are ads in it, and I make a few cents from the ads. Um, and if you want to turn the ads off and get extra levels for it, uh, then for 99 cents you can do that. And I make some sales there too. So oh, cool. uh, it it. Yeah, it, it, so it's free, but it's a, you know, there's in-app purchase things that you can do if you want. Um, and so what did you learn after releasing that first game uh, that you decided to utilize uh, moving forward with your second game? Um, part of it was just a matter of getting together routines that I could keep reusing. I mean, just like you do, just like you do in every other programming language, uh, is there certain things that happen in every game um, one of which is moving from, say, scene to scene or screen to screen or window to window, however you want to term it. And um, for that, most of, most of the time I use uh, the director class that's available. It's a, um, a free class that allows you to switch from scene to scene very easily. Um, but I, I added some other routines that allowed me to choose levels, for example. You know, it's just, just the normal stuff in a game that you, you go in and uh, – Angry Birds or Cut the Rope or whatever, you know, you swing in the levels, go from left to right, and you can then tap the one that you want. That kind of stuff is not built into Corona or, or anyone anywhere else that I know of. Uh, so you have to make that. So part of Match Game Magic was, okay, now I've got that routine, and I could use it for roly-polies and for every other game that I use. So part of it was just a matter of getting the routines down that then I can reuse. And of course, once you do that, then you're your next game can actually be done faster. Um, although the other problem there is the more you know, the bigger your ideas can get and the more time it takes. So, you know, the the routines help you in cutting down the amount of time of, of programming. Um, but there's still, usually there's like more features that you want for your next game and stuff like that. So um, you, you, you save grunt work, you save the boring stuff. So you only have to do the boring stuff once. Okay. Uh, and then you can work on all the cool ideas for your next game. Um, did you feel that you could make um, decent income? I mean, after your first game and you gave it away for free, were you um, thinking that you could make money off your second game? Or what was your thought in terms of this being a hobby versus, um, you know, a living or something else? 
Yeah. Um, no, I didn't think that. <laughs> um, you know, and, and this is the this is the this is the kind of talk that that it's uh, developers kind of I don't know. It's it's almost a downer. Yeah. Um, and and I and I hate I hate to be a downer. Uh, my second game that was going to come out was the game that I thought, you know what, this is the this is the one that's going to make me. This is gonna make me rich, okay. not rich, but you know, this is one. This is the one that's gonna pay the bills for, for a while, and and I uh, I screwed up a little bit um, with that because I didn't really realize how the app store worked. Um, when you when you go into when you go into uh, uh, iTunes Connect and you say I'm going to release a game and you get the name of the game and you put it in your SKU and all that kind of stuff. You have 120 days to upload the binary or you lose the rights to use that name. Okay. The, the problem was that I didn't realize that when you lose the rights to use that name, they take that right away from you forever. It's not like you lose it and then you can get it again. You can't ever use that name again, ever. And I didn't realize that, and so I, I said, I'm going to do this game called Roly Polies. And then I got busy doing other stuff, and um, before you know it, I find out that uh, when you lose the name, you don't ever get to use it again. Somebody else can use it, you can't. Um, <laughs> and I didn't know that, and all of a sudden I realized I have uh, I have probably I had like six weeks, eight weeks before my game before my name expired and the problem with that was I had a name that was expiring before that so I had to try and rush something else out the door so that then I could turn around and rush roly polies out the door so roly polies turned out to be a really cool game but it doesn't have the variety in it that I wanted it has there's an enchanted forest level basically um, and it's got 60 different levels in the iPad game but I wanted not only the enchanted forest but I wanted the the ocean venue also and the the mountain venue and stuff like that with levels on each of those to give it some more variety and it doesn't have that in this first version so so i screwed up because i didn't know the inner workings of the app store basically it's like don't reserve your name until your game is uh, a lot closer to done than just an idea uh, so so while roly polies was the one that was going to pay the bills it's still not. Um, and the here's here's the thing that I've learned. The thing that I've learned in my in my eight months on the App Store uh, is it doesn't matter if you have a cool game, a fun game, and people can people download it, and I get feedback from people saying, "Oh, this is so much fun." Yeah. Um, but if a hundred people know about it or a thousand people know about it. That's really cool. And, and you can get some good thumbs up and stuff like that, but it's not going to make anything. You need to have a lot more people know about it than. Yeah. You need to just, have several million people playing. Yeah. You know, playing yeah. And so, exactly. so you've come to realize that maybe it's more about marketing than the game or, or what's. It's more about marketing the game. And I hate to say that because that's what I was doing before I got back into gaming was I was doing, um, marketing tools. I was doing a lot of e-commerce type marketing stuff. Um, and I got out of it because I, you know, you know what, I'm not really a marketer. I'm, I'm a programmer. I'm a gamer. I'm that's, that's who I am. Yeah. Uh, and so I got back into gaming and, and I'm realizing, okay, just because I'm doing gaming doesn't mean I can forget about the marketing end of things. 
And I think that's the problem that a lot of programmers have, though, is programmers are programmers. They don't want to be marketers or they'd be marketers. You know, and so I, I don't know what the I don't know what the solution is other than um, being a lone wolf. It's hard to do. Uh, yeah. It's almost like you need to have you need to be a programmer, and then you need to find somebody else who is a marketer and team up with them and have them take care of the marketing end of things because there's a lot of stuff that that can be done that needs to be done. Um, even if you have a small budget, you can still do something. Um, yeah. So. But, Okay, so so the second game made you realize that I mean that was that was the game that you felt was going to make you a full time indie, but that didn't necessarily work out, and you realize it's because of the marketing. Yes, and yes, I, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's because of the game. I be I I believe it is because of the marketing. Yeah, the game the game can it's, be better. Every game yeah. can be better. It, it'll it'll continue to, yeah. to get better and better. Yeah, but, I mean, and so so with that said, what are you going to do? And were you thinking about maybe putting it on Android when, where there was less competition? Um, I, the main problem with putting it on Android is I don't have any Android devices. Um, and, and at this point I don't, uh, honestly, I don't care enough about Android to, 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 to get something. Um, that'll probably change. And, uh, when, when Amazon's tablet comes out, um, I may do something there. Um, are you thinking of, kind of like, are you thinking about ordering an Amazon tablet or, um, I'm going to actually wait until it comes out before I <laughs> before I decide on that. Okay. Um, and and if I do, it'll be just to, um, I like I said, I I just don't care about it that much. Um, anything that the Amazon tablet can do, I can probably already do on my iPads. Yeah. So other other than maybe stick in a pocket if it actually is a seven inch version, but you know I like. I like I like the iPad size and I have the iPhone size. So I, whether I want something in between or not, I don't know. Okay. Um, and I've I've also I've also heard horror stories about making money on the Android market. And whether that's true or not, I don't know. But I mean, I I guess I could probably look and find horror stories about trying to make money on the iPhone market too. So, um, so what are you going to do now? Different? Like, is is your goal then to? Um, so now you've you know you released your second game. Uh, which was yeah. a physics puzzle game that people liked. Um, yeah. Now, you realized that adding more content to the game was not necessarily going to make it successful, that you're going to have to do, you're going to have to involve another skill set or different skill sets to actually make it work. Um, right. So what are you doing then to um, act on this discovery, on these discoveries? Um, a, a couple, a couple things. Number one is for Roly Polies. The the next, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a, a few incremental upgrades, um, but then I'm planning on kind of a big upgrade, which will add some of those different venues, like I was talking about the oceans and and things like that. Um, once that happens, when that gets ready to come out, I'm going to, I'm actually pay for press releases, um, pay for pay to have somebody do a press release, um, wow. use one of the, the press release services, try to get some press releases out there about. Um, major update and all the new features and all that kind of thing, and almost try to do a relaunch of it uh, rather than than it's just an update. Um, uh, try, I'm going to try to get some uh, try, try to contact some of the app review sites. Um, it, basically, just all of the stuff that you kind of should be doing anyway that I just didn't do. Um, um, what about? Uh, so did you did you release this game for free or was it is there only a paid version? What's the strategy um, there? No, 
Well, Roly Polies was going to only be uh, for pay the iPad version, and it was going to be iPad only. Yeah. And uh, it's one ninety nine on the App Store. Uh, and after it, right after it came out, my sister was looking at it on my iPad, and she said, "Oh, I wish you'd do an iPhone version." But I told her all the reasons why I couldn't do one, and then I got to thinking, you know, maybe I can kind of tweak it a little bit so that I can do one. And the and the 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 difference is just the screen size. Yeah. You know, with, with roly polies, you're actually grabbing these little pieces with your finger and moving them into position where they need to be um, so that your little roly poly can bounce off of them and roll down them and things like that. Uh, and on the iPhone screen, it's just really hard to do that. So uh, I sat down in, in, in less than a week, um, ported it to the iPhone. I ended up doing, you know, it's a smaller screen. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and like on the iPad, you've got. Uh, uh, 15 a grid that's like 15 across and 10 down and on the iPhone it's it's uh, seven across and six down or something like that so you've got fewer spaces to actually put your things in but it still turned out to be a fun game plus I also I, I did a few other things where when you grab one of the pieces when you touch one of the peach pieces it actually shifts uh, up and to the left 15 pixels each so that it's offset from where your finger is so that you can actually see it underneath your finger because uh, the main problem was you grab the piece to move it and you can't see the piece anymore because your finger's in the way. So I kind of did some tweaky things like that and I ended up with uh, doing a 30 level version of Roly Polies for the iPhone and iPod Touch and that actually is free. So that's free uh, right now on the App Store and and the idea was uh, people who have an iPad uh, will see that uh, it's fun. You can get uh, more complicated levels because they're they're bigger. Uh, the screen is bigger. You can have more pieces on there, um, and you get double the levels from 30 to 60 by getting the iPad version. So it's it's kind of like the iPhone version is kind of a uh, yeah. an ad for well, the iPad version. Have you gotten more downloads on iPad or iPhone? I've gotten a lot more on iPhone, but that's because it's free. And okay. uh, there were I, I am playing around with I'm playing around with the the pricing in on the iPad version. Um, I dropped it to ninety nine cents for a weekend. Um, I also made it free for a weekend, and, and j just to see what what would happen. Um, and it's just amazing. You don't tell anybody that you're dropping the price, and I don't know how they know about it. I guess there's sites that watch for price drops and stuff. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I dropped it to free for the weekend, and all of a sudden, you know, there's hundreds of downloads every day uh, for this free version of the iPad game, and and then it goes back up to 199, and it slows way back down. And yeah. um, when I dropped it to 99 cents, um, you know, I saw a little uptick, um, but obviously not not nearly as much as when it went free. Yeah. So, so why I'm not? Still, why, I, yeah. So why not give it away for free and just have in-app purchases? What's uh, the the only problem with that is I don't have the other levels made. So okay. so yeah, what you're talking about is exactly what I need to do. Uh, and it seems like that's um, I don't know if I don't know if it's just me or if it's every indie. Um, it, the problem seems to be there's so many things I need to do that the things that will make me rich uh, have to be pushed to the side. Because those are the, those are things I you know those are things I want to do, but the things that I need to do you know tech support or or things like that because I, I do more than just games, um, you know the the games aren't paying the bills right now. Yeah. It's the it's the programming utility that's paying the bills, and so it has to come first. So 
when I'm working on that, you know, I'm thinking, oh man, I want to work on levels for roly polies. Um, But you're right. That is something that I thought about doing. And I may end up doing that when I do that major version uh, update with the oceans and the mountains and stuff like that. Um, I might make roly polies free the way it is. um, And now you can actually have these two new things as an in-app purchase. Okay. Um, You know, so are you, so moving forward, what's, what's next? What's going to, are you going to focus on this game or are you going to focus on new games or what are your thoughts on that? Um, I'm going to focus on this game and one other game. And, and that, that other game is now going to be the one that pays all the bills and makes me rich. Okay. Uh, well, can you talk about that more? Um, I, I'm, yes, I can. Okay. I, yeah. It's called, it's called horse crazy. Yeah. Um, and awesome. here's, here's the difference between the games I've done before and this game yeah. is I realized for this game, I needed really good artwork. And so, and I didn't want to pay out of my pocket to have that done because artwork is expensive, man. You get, you find it, you find somebody who's good and it's going to cost you some money for artwork. Yeah. And so I ended up finding this guy, Dwayne Ferguson, who's a diehard studio and he's done, he's done animation. He's done cartooning like on TV and stuff. Uh, comic books and and graphic novels and everything, and he's also done some Corona stuff. And he did a, he did a project called Mutant ABCs, and he was asking for some coding help, and I responded to him, and we kind of struck up a friendship because of Corona. And so I went to him and said, "Hey, you want to you want in on this?" And so we're doing kind of a, a a joint thing. And so he's doing the artwork for Horse Crazy, and I'm doing the programming for it. And uh, it's kind of going to be um, kind of a tap zoo kind of thing. Good, yeah, um, that's exciting. With, with, but but it's it's for horse crazy girls. Yeah. I went on I went onto the app store, and I kind of hate to say this because I don't want other people jumping on it. But I no, went onto the no app horse store. Game. It, there's yeah, there's there's no, actually uh, there's, actually, dude, I was going to do a horse game. <laughs> yeah, there's a big gaping hole in the yeah. iPhone store that is shaped like a horse. Exactly, and there's some stuff on there that is, you know, there, there's, there's match games where you match up the horses. Yeah. Uh, and there's, you know, it's like, you know, my, my favorite little pony or whatever, which is just pictures of ponies. Um, and that's fine, but yeah. you know, that's like the lowest common denominator. No, and actually. So, yeah. No, honestly, I was working with another girl on a horse game and she's like, dude, I love a horse game. Cause there are no horse yeah. games on there. So right. um, see, my, my, uh, my daughter was a horse crazy little oh, that's girl so and now perfect. she's, She's a horse crazy fifteen year old. She never outgrew it. You know, yeah. she's she's riding all the time, and I thought this would be perfect. So we actually horse crazy was the game actually where I screwed up and I actually lost the name. Well, um, whatever. I mean, you can get another horse I, horse name. Right, right. But that is well, a nice name, admittedly. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's the it's the perfect name. Um, and and here's here's the loophole that other people can take advantage of. Uh. I, I lost the name because I miscounted the days, and I, I got my – I'm not going to go into the story, but it yeah. was sad, man. I, I was cranking away on this thing to get it done, and I ended up losing the name, but all you have to do is – I added an exclamation point to it, and Apple says, oh, yeah, that's a different name. Yeah. It's like, okay, if you say so. Uh, <laughs> so now instead of it just being horse crazy, now it's horse crazy you know, with the exclamation um, mark. So when, so when is this game going to come out? This game, uh, I, we don't have a we don't have a release date yet, um, but it is uh, 
it's it's getting really good. It's getting done. Uh, and we're probably looking at uh, probably a November release date. Now, see, okay. the thing is, when we I was I was in a hurry to get it out. Um, and it was we were cutting features right and left to 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 get it in under the deadline. And yeah. when we lost the name and got the new name, it's like all of a sudden we had a little breathing room. Well, so, you know, you said expectations. it's going to be like Tapsu. That means that you have to learn additional um, programming skills. Well, I guess you've done web stuff before, right? But you're going to have to I've talk done, to a database and right. I've done a lot. Stuff. I've done a lot of database stuff on the back end before. Okay, so. awesome. That's good. So it that's the that's the boring stuff I have to do. It's not hard, but it is boring. Um, so what, what are the challenges then of getting this game out and ready to go? I mean, what's, what's in the way now? Cause it seems like you have the experience to do it and you have a daughter that you can test it on, which is really awesome. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, the, the only problem is, uh, artwork. It, it's so okay. art intensive, uh, that, that Dwayne has, uh, his, his plate full basically. Um, um so- Okay. Uh, but I mean, is it really that expensive? Can't you pay someone like a hundred or two hundred dollars and have them do the artwork? Or what's what's the issue? Yeah, yeah, you can. But for some, for especially something like this, um, I I kind of want the the look to stay consistent. Okay. And so if you, once you once you get other artists involved, um, then you have to worry about matching things up, you know, so that you're you know these horses look way different than these horses and stuff like that. Um, yeah, there's not, there's not really a major problem with that. Um, and it, and it could turn out that, uh, especially after we get the first version out, maybe we'll end up doing that. If, if it, if it takes off, like I know that it could, um, then yeah, we would probably, probably do that. It it will succeed provided you're the first person to do it. The issue is that now you're telling me that in, you know, and part of this show since, you know, uh, you know, we, we want to be a different show, so instead of just listening to you, we're going to also offer you free advice, you know, take it for what it's worth. But don't you okay. feel that, don't you feel it's going to take, I mean, come on, two months in the mobile space? That's really ridiculous to wait that long. I mean, just remember, I'm a show no, 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 interviewer, no, no, and I was going to do a horse game. Okay, I mean, if I'm going to do a horse game, then everyone's going to do a horse game. So, right. you know, you you're have saying, to get it out. Two months, you're saying two months is a ridiculous amount of time to take, as in too long? Yeah, because given Are that... Are you listening to yourself? No, no, okay. dude, in the mobile space, things move so quickly, you don't know what will happen. Like two months ago, I think Apple still allowed... Incent- well, not two months, but three or four months ago, Apple allowed incentivized installs. Right. Now that's changed. Secondly, right. um, three, four months ago, you know, iPhone was still outselling Android, I think, per day. But now that's changed. So there's a ton of things that have changed, and, and, and that's my big concern. Right. So right. No, uh, I, I, I agree with that. And the the reason that it the main reason that it won't be out done that it won't be out sooner, um, it's it's partly art and partly uh Dwayne has uh other stuff that he's working on and I have other stuff that I'm working on, both yeah. of which are actually paying the bills. Um, because Horse Crazy isn't paying the bills at this point. And you know what would be really cool is if somebody hears this and says, You know what? Horse Crazy sounds like a great app and I'm gonna I'm going to give Jay a bunch of money to finish it. It's like that would be <laughs> awesome, uh, and so I'm open to that. But okay. um, you know, outside of that, uh, too much. You know what? And here's the thing. And this is what I learned from Match Game Magic and everything else. Yeah. yeah, you can get the core of it done fast, and especially that's what's cool yeah. with Corona. You can put some together really fast. 
but to polish it and actually make it work. And, you know, once you start thinking just match game magic alone, which is just like, well, it's a, it's a match game. How hard could it be? Okay, but then then yeah, you have but, to deal with all of the all of the options like the the sound, yeah, uh, you know the the volume and the the sound effects volume. But you and, have all that code already done from your previous games, right? Right, for the most so, part. Yeah, there, there can be. Some, and I know I know you say polish of artwork and this and that, but you know, honestly, I think that the concept is novel enough that you'll get enough players, and those players will give you enough time and money and promotion so that. You can start working on it full time as you develop something that is going to be worthy. Hmm. Um, I mean, that's something to look into because I've I've also seen that option work, right? Like it does. Right. It, it, that way, you can fix a lot of the things that you aren't even prepared to fix because you don't you don't know your audience completely. But right. as you get more right. people playing it, you'll see whether it's taking off or not, and what people are liking, what people aren't. Um, I don't know. I, I think you're, that could make a huge difference. You're, you're convincing me. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just saying that. Look. <laughs> You, I mean, come on, what are the odds that you're talking to someone who is also thinking about doing a horse game? Everyone is going, you know, people notice that's a niche that's missing. Right. And this is your opportunity. Um, that's, right. that's my feeling. Because, okay. cause, you know, I actually have all the artwork ready. I have everything done. I have, <laughs> no, seriously. And, you know, I've just been busy with other things, just like everyone else. But the fact right. is that the person who does it first is the one who's going to win. Mm-hmm. I mean, does it first and obviously commits to it. But you know... You know how to do the back-end programming. You know how to do the front-end programming. I don't know. I mean, I'm just letting you, you know, giving you an incentive because if I do release it, you know, don't get too concerned. Don't get too pissed off because I tried to get you to release it today. Right, right. <laughs> you didn't want to do it. Like, I'm even <laughs> trying to tell you that you don't have to make it perfect. Like, no, I I know that. I know that. And I've, I mean, I've, I've heard that before from people. You know, all of you who are uh, perfectionists, raise your hands. Well, sorry, the other people are going to be making the money. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. Like, like, you know it yourself. And just like you said, the marketing. I mean, the fact is, the issue with Roly-Poly in your previous game is that the theme wasn't att- necessarily attractive to a lot of people. You look at Angry Birds, the concept of a bird. People like birds, right? They can relate to birds. So just the fact that it's a bird, they're going to check it out. But roly-poly, right. that's kind of abstract at this point. Um, <laughs> yeah, and so, so even though people like the game, it's just the, you know, the theme. The theme will attract right. more people. Right. And um, I don't know. So that's, that's my feeling. And so when they say horse game, they're like, horsey. And then you'll see you know, like a three-year-old <laughs> saying, horsey, horsey. And mm-hmm. that's what will get them to start looking at it. And obviously, you understand what's, what it's going to take to make a fun game. And that'll be the second part, you know, like because you can add a lot of things in Corona that you can't even necessarily do in other games. You could make more interesting mini games uh, right. in this right. Game, so, right. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, I've I've uh, I probably better hang up now and get <laughs> working on this because <laughs> sure. I think I, mean, I think you've I think you've convinced me that uh, that dragging my feet on this for whatever reason. Yeah, no, 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 because I've idea. done, I've just seen other developers and I think, you know, we all, we all, I don't know what it is. I think it's just that we make excuses so that we don't, so that if it fails, um, you know, we had a good excuse in place, but I mean, it's like, oh, I need to make sure something's perfect before I do it. Dude, I think that the highest priority in these spaces, like you look at mobile space and some of these other things is speed rather mm-hmm. than um, quality. I think quality can be attained over time. In fact, your audience will appreciate the fact they'll see you iterating fast enough that they'll see that you're improving the quality over time and maybe even respect the game more. Um, right. So, I don't know. I mean, this is what I've seen, and I just 
I don't know why people do it. I mean, I've, you know, I've been, I've done the same thing sometimes before. It's like, oh, we have to make sure everything's perfect or this or that. I think it really is a, a subtle excuse. So even for the listeners out there, that the fact that you want to make everything polished and whatever, I think that's an excuse because uh, you don't want to be accountable for something. I don't know what you it know, is. You, but, you didn't tell me. You didn't tell me you were going to interview me and, and yell at me and, and beat me up here. Sure. Well, we want to stand out. We want this show <laughs> different than everyone else. I mean, we want something that everyone can listen to that's actually relevant. You know, it's like right. if you right. like you listen to the other show, you've listened to the other interviews on the on the podcast show. I think this show is more sure. relevant because this is a serious issue. This is an issue that a lot of developers have. Who, you know, s- some of the listeners are hobbyists and some of them are full time indies. And I think a lot of the hobbyists, you know. There is that question of like, first of all, it's it's not even their expectations are such that they can't even fathom making enough money off their games yeah. to actually make it full time. I think that's one issue. So, I mean, just like you said, like you're used to and most people could accept the reality of you doing like normal programming work to actually make money versus actually right. making a game to make money. That's probably even very it's a different reality than most of you and your friends are used to. And so that reference right. is going to be challenging. I don't know. But I, I still think the horse game is pretty awesome, um, and I, you know, I do hope that uh, that it gets done. You know, is it is it going to be like a social game or? Um, y- yes, eventually. Okay. But but again, that might not be the kind of thing that makes it into the first version. Yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, in the in the first version of it, there is there's a way that you can actually uh, take one of your horses and and put all the different tack on it. You know, the bridles. Pick your bridles. Yeah, pick excited. the. Uh, pick all the saddles and and different things that you want to do, and and then enter it into the horse show, and yeah. and uh, people can vote on their favorite horse and and things like that. And uh, another don't way that to have can... horse races too. Well, yeah, somebody I, mentioned that. Yeah, I interviewed because um, once again, I told you I had this full design, and um, I figured that actually I was talking to guys, and guys like races, right? Like that's right. like they weren't going to be in. I was like, oh well, what if they're horse shows? They're like, uh but horse races, wow, you know, like you kind of build up your horse. It's got RPG elements and then you can race it against other people and win. Like you can race up to five times and win, you know, or five times a day. And then you can right. win coins or something else. That's kind of exciting to them. I mean, that way you can expand the audience. But if you're targeting girls, I'm not sure if it'll matter. Uh, yeah, we're, we're kind of thinking that we kind of want to own the 6 to 11-year-old girl market. Yeah. You know, and uh, and I think I think with the right horse game, it could be easy to do that. And when you're talking about adding in horse racing and stuff like that, it could expand the market. But I think it would ha- yeah. that would have to be an add-on That can come thing. in later, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, well um, – so what are you, also what are you going to do differently about this game in terms of marketing, or do you feel that just the game itself is going to market itself? No, the game itself is not going to market itself, and and this is where you were talking earlier about you know what's a roly poly. Yeah. Um, the thing is with the horses, there are horse sites out there that horse crazy girls and boys, horse crazy people go to all the time, yeah. uh, and so that's one of the things we're going to do is try to get uh, you know we're going to get promo copies to the people who run these sites and try to get them excited about it to let their listeners or their, their viewers, their web visitors know that there's a new game coming. That's just for horse crazy people. Yeah. Um, and so I think trying to get it, trying to get word out in the, in the horse community uh, is probably going to be a kind of a big deal. And I think that could make a, all the difference in the world. Um, what are, do you feel that there is still an opportunity in iPhone to get a successful game out there without massive like buying installs and massive promotion and stuff like that 
Um, I think so, but I don't have anything other than than gut to base that on. Um, okay. Uh, although there are there are people like, and I don't I don't know the guy's name, but the Tiny Wings guy. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I think that was mainly word of mouth, wasn't it? Uh yeah. You know, it's pretty crazy. I, I don't. You know, from what I can tell, it just went to the top and then stayed there. Yeah, which is pretty yeah. awesome. So, and it was paid, so, no free version. <laughs> yeah, and so I think that there's while while it's like maybe that's the exception to the rule. Yeah. The fact that there are exceptions, you know, gives hope to people like me. Yeah, um, that 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 stuff can still happen. And I, and like like I said earlier, that was one of the reasons why, I, uh, you know, I can kick myself for not getting into the iPhone iPhone development earlier um, because yeah. you know back in the in the gold rush days uh, it, it would have been just a lot easier to get traction on on something okay. um, so, so I, I think that there's isn't that still been room. the same issue with Android like you're you're this is the gold rush days of Android maybe I don't know I mean uh, possibly yeah. but there so isn't not. one there's not one device for Android yeah that's true um, you know, and I think that's that's the difference. Um, and, and I've, you know, the, there's the whole fragmentation thing, and then I've heard other people debunk the whole fragmentation thing of Android. But at the same time, and where was I reading this? Maybe it was, maybe it was uh, about Angry Birds that they were talking about. They boiled it down to, they ended up boiling it down to finally 30 devices that they said had the specs needed to run Angry Birds. Well, they still had to test on 30 devices. Yeah. You know, I, I as an as a indie you know i don't have those resources to do to do that okay so and that's why something like the the amazon tablet or even the the nook color or something like that kind of appeals to me because uh, there's one device that a significant number of people are probably going to be using and so you know getting one device and testing on it i can do that you know or two devices but 30 i can't do that right now yeah um so well that's good i just wanted to mention it just in case um but that's that's cool. Uh, what are other things that you're doing um, to make sure that your game's going to be fun and, and actually well known and received? Um, well, you you mentioned the social aspect of it, and that yeah. and that is one of the things that um, that I'm looking at as a way to share your horse with others. So once you once you create this horse and you dude it all up and put the decals on, you know, there's these there, there's people out there that do stuff. You know, they paint their their the hooves on the like 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 hoof nail polish you know oh yeah and and decals on the on the horse glitter decals and stuff like that <laughs> and and you know braid the mail and t- the 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 mane and tail and so we're gonna be able to do all that stuff with your horse and so once you make it really cool then I want them to be able to s- click a button to share it and it'll actually put it up on a website and give them a link that they can mail to all of their friends and things uh, to, to go and see their horse that they've created and I can imagine that um, kind of taking off you know because some girl creates the her, you know yeah. the coolest horse with the with the pink mane and, and, and whatever else and she wants to tell all her friends about it uh, and and we're gonna we're gonna tie that into Facebook, and that's one of the cool things about Corona. And and uh, with the app that I just wrote um, last week, I found out how easy it was to post messages to Facebook. And it's like, okay, this is awesome now. So now when you create your horse, and and you want to share it with people, you can automatically post it to Facebook, and um, you know with a link so people can go look at it and stuff. So I think just making it easy for people to share their horses and and show others what they're doing. Um, and then getting the horse community involved, um, I think that could make just a huge difference. Um, what? Uh, yeah. Okay. So, 
you know, given this whole mobile game development experience, I guess, what are you going to be, or what suggestions do you have for other developers who are doing mobile game development, who want to um, accelerate their development or maybe learn from your lessons and your mistakes so that they can be more effective? Um, well, I think the big thing is if, if you're if you're just getting started and you don't have... Um, you aren't already invested in something like Objective C. Based based on what kind of games you want to do, look at Corona SDK. I don't want to. I mean, I'm a Corona SDK fanboy, but I I bought the thing before I ever. Um, yeah. And, you know, I was a, I was a happy customer before I became a mouthpiece. You know, and, and I'm not an official mouthpiece for Corona. I'm just a happy customer. Um, look at that because because if you're doing the kind of games that Corona can can handle. Um, you will get a lot more mileage for your coding dollar, basically. Um, the other thing is, don't come, don't start out if you aren't, if you're not, if you haven't already done game programming before, don't start off with your ideas way up here. Start yeah. with your ideas way down here. Start with a little tiny idea, because and here's the thing. Here's is like a lot of people are like, well, don't tell people what you're doing, and the main thing is you can tell everybody what you're doing because there's this many people who would actually do it and follow through and get yeah. it done. Most people, they start something and it gets a little hard and they stop doing it and they drop it. So the main thing is um, pick a project that you can actually complete, say within a month um, or maybe two months if you're, if you're just a real beginner. Um, and don't pick, some, don't pick some big, huge MMO thing or, or something like that. Um, pick something small and get it done and get it in the app store and consider that successful. It's like, did you make any money off of it? No. But you got it in the app store and people downloaded it and are playing it, you know, consider that a success. And I think that's the biggest thing is finish, finish a game because it's like, I want to make a game. And then a month later, that person's gone and there's, you know, six yeah. more people. I want to make a game. It's like, well, make a game then, yeah. you know, just make it and get it done and and make each thing uh, a, a stepping stone to the next one. Uh, so you know you're not ma- you're not making a six foot step, you're making a one foot step, and then another one foot step, and then maybe a two foot step, uh, and just kind of build up from there. Okay. And um, yeah, where can listeners find out more information about your games? Potentially play them, check them out. Uh, I have a site called Game Dev Nation, okay. uh, GameDevNation.com, and there's a lot of tutorials there for Corona, and I've got links to uh, Match Game Magic and Roly Polies. Um, and things like that. And that's probably the main site that I, I keep updated uh, these days. Okay, sounds good. Um, thanks again for your time, and uh, look forward to uh, hearing about the horse game. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thanks for, uh, thanks for beating me up. I think that's going to really help. Good. <laughs> Take care. Bye. All right, bye.